Something to that effect. Good morning. It's the morning brouhaha on BlastTheRadio.com. I am your quarterback uh, slash coach slash uh, host, uh, John Milkey, the milkman. Uh, here in the nation's capital, minus 22 with a wind chill of minus 30. Uh, the show is available on your smart speaker. Just yell at it and ask it to play Blast the Radio. You can listen to BlastTheRadio.com, and you can watch the video on Twitch, twitch.tv slash blast the radio. Joining me this morning on the Brew Crew, Dowda. Hello, sir. What is going on, good sir? Um, well, that's kind of your job to tell me. I just sit here and push buttons. You you're you're supposed to tell me what's going on. This is the be- mean, this is the beauty of me owning my own radio station. I mean, <laughs> other than the fact that I've been like working for like as of today, six days. Woo! It's been uh quite the um the week, though, actually. All right. Oh, no. Honestly, it's just... In a good way? Just the usual. Um, you like, could say it was way bad. You were telling me about it yesterday on our podcast. Okay. Or at least you were trying to. All right. For, yeah. for the listener, the it, person who's talking who hasn't been introduced yet, that's Andrew Kiff. Hi, Andrew Kiff. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah. Just I'm jump here on in. Coming, coming, coming from my bat cave. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the Batman shirt on this morning. He's in the bat cave. There you go. Uh, welcome, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kathy Jennings, Swift Current, Saskatchewan. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. How did I know when I asked everybody this morning what they were going to, you know, what, what was on your agenda and what you hope to talk about? Our, our resident romantic, Kathy Jennings. <laughs> oh, my God. Valentine's Day. That's right. You got a hit on it. I mean, not many people probably got a hit on it. it, (laughs) Calm down, Dowda. That's not what that means. (laughs) No comments. And my buddy, Eric Fox. What's going on? Not too much. How are you doing, John? Uh, I'm okay, I guess, because I'm not really paying attention to the sins anymore. Uh, they've they've been letting me down long enough. I, I'm aware enough to know that uh, you, you. I know you're probably happy this morning, you being a Winnipeg Jets guy. But um, all right, what happened last night? Because we got blown out again. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was a, another rough game for Ottawa. Um, Why the, the first period? Why, What's what, going on? Why is it a rough game for Ottawa? Well, this is the thing. Like the game started out really really well for Ottawa. They they were up like the, it was 0-0 at the end of the first period. Um the shots the shots on goal were well in favor of of Ottawa pretty much the entire game. Um and yeah, I mean it it just fell apart like eight literally 8 seconds into the second period the Jets score and then everything just went downhill from there. So um when you have a reigning Vesna Trophy winner goaltender and Connor Hellebuck in the other team's net, it's going to be hard to score any time you play them. And he made 41 saves on 42 shots by the Senators last night, um, where Matt Murray played two periods, had 12 saves on 15 shots, allowed three goals. He did get injured, so he left. And then they brought in Marcus Hogberg, and Hogberg allowed two more goals on 11 shots in the third period. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a pretty bad night. The The one goal that was scored by Ottawa was by uh, the young guy, Josh Norris, um, assisted by Watson and Wallanen. Uh And yeah, it was it was a pretty rough game most of the night. Um, like I said, the, the Sens really should have won that game. They were out shooting the Jets. They were out playing the Jets until 
the Jets scored that first goal, and then everything just turned in their favor after that. So it ended up 5-1 for Winnipeg. Not good. So what's the solution for the Senators? For those following, what is the solution? Um, I mean, it's... I don't like I don't at this point I don't know because I mean they have the veteran guys they have the young guys they have a goalie who should be better than he is um but I think it's just the one thing that a lot of Sens fans need to realize is this team is so young even with some of these veteran guys they're building they're trying to build chemistry they're trying to figure out how to play with each other it's not it's just not going well, to to be honest. And I mean, there might be they might need to have a shakeup where they send some guys down to the minors. They call up some some of the young guys from the minors. And I mean, on that note, the Belleville Senators are playing their first AHL game of the season tonight. So once the guys in the AHL start to get some more games, then they'll eventually be able to prove themselves that they get a chance, and then they'll just swap players and send somebody down call somebody up and then who knows from there. So, but I mean, they play again tomorrow afternoon in, in Winnipeg. So it'll be interesting to see if it's a repeat of last night or not. All right. But the big, I mean, the big story last night in the North division um, was the game in, in Montreal between the Oilers and the Habs. It was supposed to start at seven o'clock. It got pushed back to eight o'clock because not long before the game was supposed to start, um, Jesse Pugliarvi of the Edmonton Oilers tested positive for COVID. Um, so they had to really scramble and decide, okay, are we going to play or are we going to postpone the game? Luckily, all they did was just push the game back an hour. He was able to stay in the hotel and, and they, they got the game off. But uh, Edmonton came out with a 3 nothing win uh, in, in Montreal last night. And then the other all-Canadian matchup, Calgary, beat Vancouver 3-1. to So, so here's I what I don't wrong. understand. If they're living in this bubble, how is COVID happening? Is somebody is somebody like sneaking out of the bubble? Like what's going on? I mean, it's not really a bubble bubble, so to speak. So it's not like the bubble that they had back in the the fall, like the summer fall, where it was like everybody was in a hotel room, everyone was doing this. Like it was really really strict. They do get tested multiple times a day. They get like there's there's rules in place, but I mean, you can still go home. You can still I mean, realistically, they shouldn't be going out, but it's the question of where are they going? Where did they catch it? Did Was it a a wife or somebody or a girlfriend that, that caught it from somebody and gave it to them? And, and so, I mean, unless they were sequestered like they were in the fall or, in, yeah, in the fall for the playoffs, it it's not going to really be able – they're not going to really be able to control it as much as they did back then. Okay. I don't know what the answer is to the sins. I mean, you know, as a sports fan, I get tired of, oh, we're rebuilding, be patient, we're rebuilding, be patient, we're rebuilding, be patient, because it all just, as Howard said, it it all points back to the owner. This is a guy who just seems to not want to invest, and it's great that you've got all these young guys, but is he going to spend money on them when when their big contracts come up? I mean, you know, like these guys have been playing like a year or two. All these contracts are going to come to the big money point at around the same time. Then what? We're, We're supposed to expect another rebuild? I don't know. In the world yeah. of bil- in the world of billionaires, Melnick is real small potatoes, in my opinion. Anyway, that's enough about that. What can we look forward to this weekend if we are looking for sports? What's going to give us our fix, Eric? Um, I mean, 
there's there's the opening few rounds of the Australian Open tennis is on this weekend. Um, you have they had a big matchup last night between two of the Canadians. Uh, Felix Auger-Aliassime beat out Denis Shapovalov uh, to move on to the fourth round. So they're heading into the fourth round, third, fourth round this weekend. Um, other than that, I mean, like I said before, there is the Hockey Day in Canada um, officially on Saturday, which the triple header is Ottawa at Winnipeg at 3 p.m., Montreal at Toronto at 7 p.m., and then Calgary at Vancouver at 10 p.m. So that's kind of your lineup for, for sports this weekend. All right. Not terribly exciting. By the way, my recorder stopped dead, so hopefully I can combine audio between Twitch and the recorder. It, 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 it's all full. I thought, I, thought, I thought hard drives had unlimited capacity. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> anyway, I think we'll be able to pull off a podcast. I've had to put things together, too. Uh, I just hope the Zoom call stays on the air. Lowell's been having horrible luck with his his Zoom call cutting out. All it takes is a second, right? Like, you guys get the internet. Like, it just it yeah. takes a second. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's on the air the last three days. <laughs> and, and there's been a blip or something on his internet. And, of course, the Zoom call crashes. And now yeah. he's arguing with me because now, now he well first off he thinks that there are people outside his house disconnecting him. <laughs> so there's that conspiracy theory out there now, and it's like no 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 lol that's not what's happening. And he's like, well you know no, nothing else on my internet seems to ever stop. Well yeah okay when you're looking at a web page, like it imports the web page and and holds it in what's called your cache or your cache if you will yeah. right, and it sits there static. It's downloaded it. It's it's going to just sit there. Of course, when your internet goes out, it doesn't disappear, but, you know, it's it's imported it, it's downloaded it, there's no back and forth left to do, so it just sits there in your screen. A Zoom call is a constant back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. I mean, all it takes is like a squirrel running across a hydro line or something. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this is this is my afternoon that I'm looking forward to is <sighs> calming Lowell it, down. Oh, there you have go. Have some Pink Whitney with you. Oh. As you're going through it, it'll help. Kathy, right? you have no idea. Yesterday afternoon, right out to the... I'm sorry, not yesterday. What was, uh, today, uh, Wednesday afternoon, I, I, we stocked up. I, I've been trying to limit my intake. Yeah. Howard says it's... Right. Lo- that it's, must be very hard for you to do. Yeah. How, well, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then this happens. As Howard says, it's the liberal police. See, Lowell believes that. This is the thing. It's like Lowell's <laughs> actually thinking like that, that there's, that there's, a, there's some movement afoot. I'm like, Lowell... <laughs> Why are they not disconnecting me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Come on. Oh, goodness. Oh. oh, so John. Yes. Before we get off of the sports topic completely, did you hear about the longest hockey game in the world being played? As currently? a matter of fact, I did. I saw that on your little notes of what you wanted to talk about today. So why don't you go ahead and talk about it now? Yeah, so currently uh, in Edmonton, in the frigid temperatures of Edmonton, Alberta. As opposed there to are, the balmy temperatures here in the nation's capital at minus yeah, exactly. 27. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, the There's hundreds of volunteers. There's about 40 players, and they're playing 252 consecutive hours of hockey on an outdoor rink. Um the last update I saw was just under 172 hours in. Team Red holds a 1,837 to 1,798 <laughs> goal lead over Team White. The leading goal scorers 
Braden Hughes has 273 goals. Darren Archibald has 190 goals, and then it goes down from there. Uh, more importantly, they've currently raised $1,305,417 for cancer research oh, that's great. at the University of Alberta. That's Their great. target is to hit preferably 1.5. They're probably going to surpass that because they still have quite a few hours left. So. Well, coming up in a little bit, I'm going to run down uh, this day in history, including birthdays, etc. There are a couple of notations from this day in history of some pretty spectacular hockey games as well. So that's something I want to get to. Plus, I'm going to challenge you guys to something I call... So, so get ready to showcase your your your, your talents coming up. Uh, Dowda, what is it you want to address with the world today, my friend? Okay, so just billboard. Let's it. just say, just, just billboard it. All right. Let's just if you're filling a test, don't. As this guy decides to bring his fake COVID nineteen test to an airport. Fake COVID-19 test. All right, we're going to get into that. Andrew Kiff. Yeah, we're go- it's going to be more of the update story on the Gorilla uh, Glue saga that ended yesterday the- afternoon. It ended? Uh, yeah, well, they, oh. fi- they finally got it dealt with, and I'll go more into more detail about that. Oh, you tease. I love it. Kathy, what? Okay, Valentine's Day is pretty general. What, what are we zeroing in on on Valentine's Okay, so Day I got here? a couple of things. Right. I've got um, some wine ideas to go with chocolates, and also I came across this really cool Valentine's story from last year. So I'll share that with you guys. All right, and Eric, what else is on your to-do list today, sir? Yeah, I'm going to talk about a teenage driver, a G2 driver that was caught uh, <laughs> going some- a- approximately four times I the speed limit in, that. In, in Ottawa on Woodruff Avenue yesterday. So, <laughs> Oh, Imagine. my gosh. All right. So we'll get somebody's into- got some splaining to do. No yeah. <laughs> kidding. All right. It's the morning brew. Ha ha. With Doubter this morning, Andrew Kiff, Kathy Jennings, Eric Fox, and me, the milkman on BTR. <laughs> Are you? Hi, this is Howard Goldenberg, and you're listening to the Morning Brew Ha Ha on BlastTheRadio.com. BlastTheRadio.com. BlastTheRadio.com, winner of the 2021 Radio Station of the Year Award at Faces Magazine. So, I'm on what you would say is an extremely tight budget. And then we go and we win Radio Station of the Year. And they offer us up an award, which we can have, but we got to pay for. Normally, at the award ceremony, it's a big brouhaha. <laughs> See what I did there? But you buy tickets to this thing, and that helps offset the cost of the trophies, etc. Well, there is no gala this year. Anyway, um, they offer a trophy up at, like a plaque for like 49 bucks. They offer up like a crystal award for like 150 bucks. Oh, geez. Guess what somebody gifted me for my birthday? The crystal award. The crystal award coming. So I'm going to make sure uh, we're, we're hoping to get into the studio this weekend and completely redo the whole layout. And my plan is that behind me, you will see a bookcase that will display various things about the radio station. Some, you know, people have done like, uh, like, like, 
engrave coffee mugs for us, etc., etc. And I'm going to want to display all of that. A, a little Hall of Fame for BTR, if you will. Hey, what a segue to what I want to talk about, and I didn't get a chance. Oh my to talk God, about John! Yesterday. I know, right? It's like it's like I know what I'm doing. Those is, but I don't. But at least bullshit baffles brains. Um, <laughs> The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees were announced on late Wednesday, early Thursday. And I put this out on Facebook. I said, okay, here are the nominees. You can only pick two. You are on the voting committee, so you can only pick two of the following. Who are you picking to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And by the way, uh, the actual winners will be announced sometime in May. But it's quite the list. And I don't mean any offense to any musician of any particular category, but when I think Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, my mind instantly goes to the genre of rock and roll. We're talking guitars and long hair and, you know, that kind of stuff. But, no, this runs the gamut. It's, it's pretty much the modern music Hall of Fame, right? Is that probably a better name for it? Yeah. 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 All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list them, and then I'm going to go around the table here, and I'm going to find out. You, you only get to pick two, Okay. And to the listener, you get to chime in as well. By the way, somebody was just doing something. Was it like a coffee machine or something grinding? A pencil sharp? That was weird. The noise is gone. Anyway, fun. Who's got a vi- who's got a vibrator going here? Oh, not me. Not me for a change. <laughs> okay, don't expose me, man. Don't expose me. Don't expose me. Don't expose. Doubt- it's probably in your closet. Doubt it in a radio station shirt that's not BTR. Man. <laughs> All right, so here's the list, and, and we'll go around Dowda and Andrew and Eric and, and Kathy. You can all pick two, just two. And in our chat room, we'll be watching for that as well. So Jay-Z is the nominee this year. Again, just one of those artists, great artist. I just don't think of him as rock and roll. I'm just going to turn my phone down. There you go. Um, Carol King. Tina Turner. We just heard from her a minute ago. Mary J. Blige. Love Mary J. Blige. But rock and roll? Okay. Kate Bush. Devo. Can you name more than one Devo song? Just saying. Foo Fighters, The Go-Go's, Iron Maiden, Chuck, 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 Chuck Khan. Chuck Khan. Fella Cutie. Did I say that right? Nobody knows. Okay. LL Cool J. <laughs> New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine, Todd Rundgren, Dionne Warwick. All right, so there's your list. Jay-Z, Carol wow. King, Tina Turner, Mary J. Blige, Kate Bush, Devo, Foo Fighters, Go-Go's, <laughs> Iron Maiden, Chaka Khan, Fella Cutie, LL Cool J, New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine, Todd Rundgren, Dion Warwick. We'll begin with uh, Kathy. Ladies first. You can, okay. pick, you can pick two. Who's going in, in your Hall of Fame? Just, just as she's about to take a sip. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. okay. I'll change, change my mind. Uh, I'm going with Tina Turner and Iron Maiden. Why Maiden? Iron Maiden because they rock. Nice. I see. I didn't. I as well as I think I know you. You didn't strike me as an Iron Maiden kind of person. That's interesting. Cool. Uh, Kiff, let's go with you next. You get to. Pick I'm going to go with the uh, Foo Fighters and Iron Maiden for my choices. Again, see, I think I think of you as too young to really, you know, even remember Iron Maiden. Uh, I've never seen them. I've never gone to a concert, but I have heard of their music uh, over the years. Like, I've listened to it. I, we, we used to live next door to Mrs. Pepper, 
I swear to God, the Milkies and the Peppers. It was like a you know living <laughs> like a little refrigerator street. Um, but I she there was she was very good to me. But there were some times where she just upset me greatly. And Iron Maiden was my weapon of choice to sit on the patio right next to her living room and just crank that. <laughs> six, 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 the number of the beast. Burr! Oh, and the conversation she and my mother would end up having over that. Okay, um, uh, Douda, you got to pick two. Who's it going to be? Jay-Z and LL Cool J. I don't know why, but I had a feeling you were going that direction. <laughs> I I mean, his, to be honest, though, because within the, like the last year as well as someone in the past, like I have listened to Jay-Z stuff. Hmm? And in terms of like LL Cool J, like I have somewhat heard his stuff over the years, but and then I listened to at least somewhat during like my time whenever I'm not work, whenever I'm not at work. Dude, are uh, you, are you saying LL pandemic. Cool J is too old for you? Oh God, no. No, okay. No. Oh, hey, hey, hey! I'm just asking <laughs> no. the question. I'm just asking. Okay, but not Mary J. Blige, not Chaka Khan. I mean, I never really listened to Shaka Khan and uh, Mary J. Blige all that much. Because they're too old. Okay, Rob. Because they're too old for you. Hey. Hey. Eric. I have my methods. Oh, man. That's a really tough list. Um, I got to go with the Foo Fighters um, as one of them. And the other one, I'm going to say Jay Z. Ooh. Okay. And Jay-Z, because I absolutely love his music and especially his collaboration with my favorite band of all time, Linkin Park. Yeah, um, yeah. Wait, that was what? An inc- that was an incredible album with the, the collaboration that they did. I got to pick next, huh? Uh, yeah, you got to pick now, John. And then we can go through the, the chat. And then we got to get James E. Barry on with news. Um I, I'm shocked that Tina Turner is not in there. So I'm going to... Well, Kathy said Tina, I didn't she? I chose Tina Turner. Well, yeah, no, but I'm, I'm shocked that she's not in the hall. Although, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got to give her a vote, which kind of leads me to want to say Chaka Khan as well. I mean, she's such a legend. Yep. Uh, and when I think in terms like of... Music. Yeah, when I think in terms of, you know, Chaka Khan was making hits in the 60s and 70s. And then she had, of course, you know, I Feel For You in the 80s. Which I think most people probably know her for, as opposed to you know Rufus and, and you know her time there. Uh, see, I want to throw. And the- she was on Mask, the Masked Singer recently. Was she? Then, really? Yeah, she was oh, one awesome. of the Masked Singers. I want to. I want to say the Go Go's too, but I think you know they're young enough that they still have time for another nomination. And the yep. same goes for the Foo Fighters. So I'm going Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan and Tina Turner. Yep. There you go. Good choice. Yeah, I'm. I'm going. Women power. I'm going R so- so quickly to run down the chat, we have Foos and Maiden, Maiden and Tina, Foos and Maiden, Foo Fighters, Maiden, Foo Fighters and Todd. Don't what's, Todd Todd Runred. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Foo, uh, Hello, Foos and Tina. It's me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of for Foos, a uh, couple Maidens, one for Tina, a couple for Tina, and one for Todd. So uh, off the top of your head, who? It, I mean, it sounds to me like the Foos are leading in that. Agreed. It does. It does. Yeah, sound definitely. Like that. Yeah. Sounds like it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We are an awesome group. Though. And I mean, Iron Maiden. Maiden's I I, I got to give the them a lot of respect. Uh, Iron Maiden's puts on one heck of a show. I just happened to be at Blues Fest the day that they were performing, and I could not believe 
So I got to say, overall, between listeners and us, uh, into the Hall of Fame go the Foo Fighters and maybe Iron Maiden. Yeah. It's just sort of a quick glance at the numbers and the input that we got from the listener. All right. Coming up, James A. Barry's got news. We've still got a lot of stuff we want to get to. I'm curious about if you're a parent and the kid borrows the car <laughs> and uh, gets pulled over for speeding, how are you going to react? Um, and how are you going to react when you find out he was doing four times the speed limit? We'll find out coming up. The morning brew. Ha ha. That's your buddy, the milkman, John Milky in the morning brew. Ha ha. Brew crew this morning is Douda, who has uh, eliminated the other radio station's T-shirt by putting a sweatshirt over it that says Bell. Thanks, Douda. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little better, but you could do more. It's all good. Relax. We, we got to get you some BTR swag, brother. That's that's all there is to that. Uh, Kathy Jennings, I got speaking of swag and stuff, I got a package on the way to you. Yay! My internet connection apparently is unstable. Oh, my God. It's Lowell Green's, it's Lowell Green's liberal internet cops on the way. Uh, Kathy Jennings with us. Andrew Kiff is with us from the Batcave this morning. And Eric Raymond. Um, Eric, sir, I did it. Eric Fox. It's okay. It's okay. Eric Raymond Fox. There you go. Um, you're, you're, you're adopting that radio name to pay homage to your dad who did radio. Yes. So my Love dad that. was Clay Fox on the radio for 20 plus years. And I asked him if he would like me to use it or allow me to use it. And he's like, it would be very um, fitting. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if, you, if you could say that while you smack the microphone, that'd be great. Or that was, was me. That, that was, was Kathy. Me. That was <laughs> I, I didn't it smack fell. the microphone. All right, no. All right, Mister Quick, like a fox. Yet yeah. another, yet another segue. You, you, you're the one that mentioned we should be talking about this, and, and everybody in our chat room already is, by the way. Um, yes. So, okay, walk us through what happened. This was yesterday, I believe. The Ottawa police pulled this kid over. Uh, yeah. So this was yesterday at about twelve thirty nine p.m. was when the actual tweet was posted with the 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 speed uh, radar gun, basically. Um, so, so cop, cop takes a picture of the radar gun just to show what they what witnessed. the speed was. Okay, yes. Yeah. So an eighteen year old is facing a charge of stunt driving after being spotted speeding two hundred and thirteen kilometers an hour on a busy road in Ottawa's West End. We're talking Woodruff so, Avenue. Which, yeah, so on Twitter, Ottawa Police Sergeant Craig Roberts said officers clocked the G2 driver at 213 kilometers an hour along Woodruff Avenue just north of Fallowfield Road. North th- of Fallowfield. So he's heading. So he's heading towards Algonquin like, College and. Basically between Hunt Club and, and Barhaven, yeah. Oh. What, what, like that's that's a like eighty zone max, right? It's an eighty zone. Um, so the, the the teen was driving a Hyundai Veloster Coupe <laughs> or Coupe, I should say. Um, and the tweet the tweet that this this police officer posted with the picture of two hundred thirteen kilometers an hour, um, which is two hundred forty one point four miles per hour. Um, it's dear parents of the 18-year-old G2 driver clocked at 213 kilometers an hour along Woodruff Avenue earlier today. Your child has proven themselves 
just not ready for the privilege of driving. Unbelievable level of irresponsibility that could have easily resulted in life-altering oh, yeah. tragedies. I mean, that's guys, yeah. that's, that's twice the speed limit of our 400 series highways in Ontario. Yeah. So the 416, the 401, the 417, you name it. Yeah. Like, I mean, maximum the 417. Maximum 100. This is, this is, like this the, is a, for those of you listening outside Ottawa, Woodruff Avenue has got Algonquin College on it. There's a buttload of residential that backs onto Woodruff Avenue. There are schools within like a few feet of Woodruff. Yeah. Like, you would, like Woodruff would be your main thoroughfare to turn off onto a side street where you'd have schools everywhere, churches. And this is, and, and this is the thing. If he was just north of Fallowfield, imagine going that fast, not being able to stop when those arms come down for the Via Rail train. To where go we've through. had tragedy Already exactly. With so OC I mean, Transpo it's just collision. one thing after the other. Like you got the sportsplex there that obviously it's not really being used right now, but there could be right. tons of people going in and out of it. So, so let, let's let, let's let's deal with it then. So uh, this is your kid, all right? Let, let's pretend we're all parents. Kathy, I know you yep. are. <laughs> I'm not. Um, first off, does a hun- does a Hyundai anything? And I say this as someone who's had a number of Santa Fe's in his life. Um, does a Hyundai anything even register two hundred plus on the speedometer? Yeah, I mean it, it's a the Veloster I... Coupe. The Veloster Coupe is a, is a like a kind of a sports car, but I I mean that's really pushing it. I don't. Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know if I would ever see anywhere close to that. On hands up, on, anybody who's ever driven two hundred kilometers an hour, hands up. No, not a one. <laughs> I mean, the closest I've ever gone is maybe one forty. Like that's about it. Yeah, like, and that was on a highway in Toronto to try and keep up with traffic. I mean, um, anything I've ever driven. Yeah, I get you get one one forty, one fifty. Things are starting to shake. It is yeah. unnerving. I no. Yeah. No. Now, Tara says she's got her hand up at 240, probably on the Autobahn. Probably on the Autobahn. So there you go. What, what, this, is, this is your kid. How do you handle this? Howard has already chimed in saying that kid would be homeless. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I, I mean, so- I, I, I get that. But, I mean, the reality is we need to deal with this. Kid borrowed your car, 213 in an 80 zone, suspended, facing up to $10,000 in fines, cars impounded. It's probably mom and dad's car for all we know. I'm, not, I'm just making it. Yeah, we, we have no idea. It doesn't right. really specify, but but yeah, like it's it's even if it's a kid's car, he's still making the payments on it. And boy, wait till you go and renew your insurance. Will that be pleasant? <laughs> yeah. And oh, I mean, fun. I've always I've always said I've always I've always had this this thought that if if they're going that much faster than the speed limit and I mean, the the stunt driving law is 50 kilometers an hour over the speed limit. So, I mean, this is an 80 kilometer zone. He's going 213. So, yeah, that's definitely quite a difference. Um, my thoughts on the whole speed stunt driving law is okay, you lose your license for seven days, you lose your car for seven days, you pay this fine, you go to court, and then they can extend it. If you're getting caught going 213 kilometers an hour in an 80, guess what? No car ever again. No driver's license ever again. You're done. Like that's, the number, that's my. But you know, move n- out. The number, you move out, then 
No, I mean, I mean, law, like the like. Oh, the law, yeah. But as a parent, though, I think is what we're asking, right? As a parent, what would you do? Yeah, so for sure, your 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 kid comes home in the back of of a police car. Yeah. And the cop, of course, is is going to come to the door. Well, probably. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Kid's eighteen. Kid's an adult, so you don't need to talk to mommy and daddy. But nonetheless, okay. So now you know your kid's been speeding, two hundred and thirteen kilometers an hour. Even if that's on the Queensway, yeah, I'm livid with yeah. my kid that you're doing this on on like, through a residential thoroughfare. Yeah, like Woodruff uh, Avenue between I mean, Barhaven and Nepean. Like that's ridiculous. All right, Kath, you are a mom. Yes. This is one of your kids. What's the con- what's the conversation you're having the minute they walk through that door? <laughs> can I curse and swear on the radio? Of course you can. <laughs> I'd be like, I would be so livid. I would, I don't know what words would be coming out of my mouth, but they would not be pleasant. I would be so pissed, but yet so scared for him. So glad that he, you know, didn't get into an accident sure. going that fast. I'm sure he's probably shaken in his boots as well because he's just been pulled over by the cops, been fined. He's going to be paying for that fine, not me. And yeah, I would, oh God, be grounding him. There'd be like no cell phone. There would be no going anywhere. Like, yeah. But Kathy, can you ground an 18-year-old? Oh, if he's still living at home, hell yeah. No. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Not, if, 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 he, if he's still living at just, home, then I'd that's have lots okay. of words. Well, we happen, lots of words. We, we happen to have someone on the younger side who's still living at home. Douda, can your parents ground you? I mean, are you are you <laughs> oh, gonna God. are you gonna take a grounding from your parents? Here's the thing: my parents don't do the whole grounding thing. I tell you, all I can say is African parents. They can be a very scary in terms of getting in trouble, though, in terms of, I mean, literally, they can find anything and start whooping your little booty all over the place, like full on Thanos, like mates. I would not be on this earth right now. Like, that's how scary it would be. Yeah, like, if you walked in the house and said, Mom, Dad, I just got pulled over for going 213 kilometers an hour in an 80, you'd be dead. Would they even say anything? That's another question, right? <laughs> would they, well, would, would they even say anything? Would you even say anything because they'd see the police car behind you? Dude. No, no, not behind more, you. No. You'd be in the back of the Unless car because you, you don't have your car anymore. I'm telling you, <laughs> my parents, they know everything. They will figure <laughs> out before I even arrive. Parents do. <laughs> Dowdy, you're taking me right back to the Eddie Murphy skit where, you know, he's talking about his mom sees everything and, you know, like, and how, you know, like, he's just, you know, I forget exactly how it is, but he's he says something along the lines of, you know, mom, mom wasn't even in the area and all of a sudden you just hear, poof. What was that? It was her, you know, she threw her shoe, you know, from across the room and around the corner, whap, right across my black ass. You know, like, just, yeah, down is yeah, like, yeah, no, man, that's oh, how for it sure, is. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got them figured out, John. Dude, uh, I'm telling you. Yeah. Listen, I got, I, got, not- I got friends who grew up, you know, the, the same way, man. Like, listen, my best buddy growing up, listen, there was no messing around in his house. His dad was right out of Italy and his mom was right out of Austria. You want to talk about a disciplined household. And my niece is married to a young man who's from Nigeria. I know how his family you know (laughs) it's even more awkward when you go to your friend's house and your friend is doing some crazy stuff and then all you hear is like like either his mom and dad giving him a beat down in his room it's like and then the awkward moments is you walk downstairs and see tears coming down his eyes down to his cheek i'm like should i leave like Maybe you should tell the cop to go to take them to jail because that's what Tina is saying about. 
that time and her son would tell the cops to take them to jail safer than going home. All right. In five <laughs> words or less, we're going to go around the room. And how are you choosing to discipline your kid? Douda, what's your option? What are you doing? Destroying his stuff in a whoop chipper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Andrew. Oh, no internet unless it's school. Kathy. Same thing. No internet, no cell phone. Yeah. He'd be cut off with all that. Eric. Uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be taking away all of his devices, uh, unless it's obviously like school related, obviously, like Kiff said, I would force him to have to listen to commercial radio for a while. That's what I would now take away. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> get out, get out, yeah. get out, yeah. get a job. You, you think you're so smart. Get out. I'm done. Like there's just, no, you put too many lives at risk. Ah, it's the morning brew. Ha ha. What would you do? We'd love to hear from you in the Twitch chat room. We're on twitch.tv slash blast the radio. Blast the radio.com. And a shout out to our friends at Petit Bill's Bistro who always put on a great spread. Oh, God, I miss dining in at Petit Bill's Bistro. Uh, that, by the way, will be my dinner of choice coming up on my birthday Tuesday. And they had a very special Valentine's Day offering sold out like that. Congratulations to everybody who got in on their Valentine's Day dinner because that is bound to Hold get you like that, that's bound to get you some snuggles, I would think. And Kathy wants to get into the Valentine's Day thing, our resident romantic, and you will in just a bit. Uh, I'm curious right now though, Andrew, you say there is uh, more to the story or a conclusion perhaps? It got, it's for, a for, bit of a conclusion. I haven't seen anything for the blue hair girl. Yeah, so her name's Jessica Brown, she was, she ran out of hairspray from what it sounds like, and she ended up using Gorilla Glue to substitute for that. And <laughs> it didn't go as planned, or I don't think it really went the way she thought it was going to go. And let's just say she went a month with her hair stuck in place. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. Well, after 15 washes and various treatments and a trip to the emergency room, she now... Uh, went through an operation that, that went, it took four hours to do to get all of that out of her hair. And now she can grow her new hair and she's going to forget about the Gorilla Glue. But I, I just, I just, I just can't, I, just, I, I know I've used gel. I've done that in the past with my hair. Sure. But I, I would never ever think of using Gorilla Glue or as they, as it's put in here, Gorilla Spray Adhesive. I don't know where she got, thought it was a really, good idea at the time to really use it mm-hmm. but now she's saying it's a really bad idea and well okay so we, for- we, we we know the story she she put yeah. it she put it in yeah. her hair she's angry it didn't say in the bottle that you couldn't put it in her hair she's threatened to sue the company the company is has offered her yeah. some bit of money uh there's a surgeon who said that you know they could take care of it, it yeah. for around 2500 bucks there's a gofundme there's all of this but now you're saying the 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 gorilla glue has been removed from yeah. her hair. What what was the solution? What did they do? It, it, all it took is an operation in the... Uh, the plastic in, surgeon? Yeah. Okay. Basically, so that's all it did. She still has hair then? But I still she don't still know. still has hair. I still don't know how. Or So walk me walk me through the how. This is, I, it's all well and good that it's out of the hair. What did they do? What was the solution? They just had to cut it all off. Oh, Literally, no. They, just, they cut oh, it no, off. No, 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 no. Like I saw the video yesterday, and they use like like a medical grade adhesive to take off the glue, as well as um, I don't remember what it was, but like as well as some other liquids to at least carefully take it off. And it, like you said, Kiff, it took like four hours just like get rid of it. Yeah, they started but- at like five a.m. I think or four a.m. 
Either way, I all I remember is if I use like a medical grade uh, adhesive remover to like get rid of the uh, the gorilla adhesive, just so that it won't hurt the person. Mm-hmm. Much. So okay, we've got conflicting stories here. Then one says they shaved her head, which I can't imagine being done in an emergency room. Unless, well, I mean, I can. Well, maybe because they needed a lot of people to do it for her. There was a news story that actually told the list of it, but like I'm just going to search it up real quick. So Tina Marie says she still has hair, but it's now very, very thin. So, yeah, it's like it, it, they fixed it. I don't know if there's really going to be any. Uh, it. I just can't imagine going through a month having her hair stuck like that. And like, why didn't she go to the operating room sooner? Really, Kathy? Okay, so Dr. Michael Obench, he removed the glue, like you said, in that four-hour surgery in L.A. on Wednesday. Uh, he did it for free, by the way, and he used a combination of medical-grade adhesive remover, aloe vera, olive oil, and um, acetone, acetone to dissolve the glue. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine having that on your head? That's, <laughs> oh and that's, that's, that's yeah, no thanks. stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I if I had I I use gel, like I said, but like to use Gorilla Glue, like especially a spray adhesive, it's just why Not recommended. Yeah, I would never. It, that's like the that's well, like the, the last the, thing that anyone the, the, would ever the, use. The reasons why have been discussed over and over and over again, and the reason why is there's a lot of people who use um, very sticky hairsprays to keep yeah. their hair together, and she's got long, beautiful, uh, mm-hmm. dark hair. And she Add. likes the look of it being, you know, tight to her scalp and, and, and slick back kind of thing. And I guess she was out of the normal hairspray that she does. And so, and they actually refer to it as glue. It's not, it's not glue. This hairspray is not glue. But there is a certain amount of adhesive in it that sticks the hair together. And that gives yeah. it that look that she wants. So she figured, ah, what other glue have I got? Here's some. And that's kind of where she ended up. Well, it didn't say on the bottle I couldn't use it. The thing that shocks me in all this, if you've seen a picture of her, she's got these amazingly long false eyelashes. How are yeah, those yeah. not attached with Gorilla Glue? Because, I mean, how are they staying <laughs> Yeah, on? the article I'm looking at does show her eyelashes going, like, all the way up to her eyebrows. Anyway, so, yeah, she's suing because the label didn't say you can't use it on here. I mean... Yeah, some people you just you, anyway. So the, the 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 hair is the hair is returning to normal. This has mm-hmm. been somewhat resolved. Is this a happy ending? Is this kind of what the consensus is then? Doubt it. Pretty much is because I saw yeah. the last few stories about how there was there was a, a lawsuit going on. If you were saying John, yeah, well, I mean, is she dropping that? Where are we at? Doubt What do you got? Well, I mean, with the whole gorilla glue in, uh, incidents, like I. Thought it would be like self-explanatory not to put you would think anything in your hair. You would think, yeah, yeah. She misinterpreted as if it's like, oh, I want to use my use it on my hair. I'm like, is it going to stay? I'm like, nope. Like, this is why I go for the gorilla tape. <laughs> no gorilla spray. Like, Always have gorilla tape <laughs> because I love duct tape. He uses. It, I'm telling you, John. He uses gorilla tape like it's like it's every he uses. He takes it everywhere. With him. Anytime I see him outside, uh, out in Ottawa, he has. Gorilla tape on hand. Never know what's going to happen. That's why you get gorilla tape. Like a good little Boy Scout, be prepared. All right, there's a little update, I think, for the Gorilla Glue Girls, the morning brew. Ha ha. Who are you? Oh! 
This is Jace from Microgreens Ottawa, and I listen to BlastTheRadio.com. BlastTheRadio.com. Thank you, Jace. Microgreensottawa.ca. All right, Valentine's Day. I don't want to shock the hell out of people, but here we are. It's coming up on Sunday, and with curbside pickup and some stores that you can get to and some stores you can't get to and curbside pickup here but not there, it's all very confusing. So we thought we'd give you the heads up right now. Hang on. (laughs) Yeah! Valentine's Day is coming up Sunday. You may want to get on that now. Can you imagine the lineups that are going to be at stores come like Saturday, Sunday, when like like finally dawns on mostly us guys? Like, oh no, Kathy, um, yeah, you're our resident <laughs> oh, romantic, oh, so give us a little help here on Valentine's Day. Something simple, perhaps, that we can be doing in these lockdown COVID times. Well, there you go. Okay, so with Valentine's Day, I've got you covered. When it comes to getting chocolates, so if your significant other loves chocolates, I can pair wines with your chocolates. What? Yes, there is wines that go with your chocolates. You can come home with flowers, wine, and chocolates. So get ready to take notes. Got a pen handy. Down also, up. this is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more oh, of you're always apple be juice snacking. kind of guy. <laughs> I'd rather be drinking my apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says romance like a juice box. There's anyway, always a rosé finger. Yeah. Cider. <laughs> <laughs> takes me back to the scene with Ross and Rachel on Friends, you know, where they're rolling around and all of a sudden, sploof. Oh, no, honey, that's my juice box. Anyway, uh, Kathy, okay, so it's chocolate, it's wine, it's flour. Is, 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 okay. Is, is, that, is that still a thing for most women? Is it really just that simple? Some chocolates? Or is it just it's the time spent? Well, I think it's um, like every woman loves chocolates. We always turn to chocolates when we're feeling down or when we got cravings. A lot of guys do, too. I don't know if you know this. (laughs) Well, there you go. Just saying. (laughs) Just saying. So for chocolates and wine. Yes. So if you're going to be getting a milk chocolate, uh, a Pinot Noir goes really well with it. Uh, Dark chocolate. You could do a sweet sherry or a ruby port. And for white chocolate, uh, a Moscato. So those are your three choices there for those types of chocolates you can have. So you are really showing off that you know your stuff then when you have the right wine with the right chocolates. And does the type of flower matter? No. It depends on what your woman loves, right, for flowers. Because every woman, it's not always the roses. Me, I love lilies or yellow roses. But yeah. When it comes to the flowers. Eric, best Valentine's Day gift you ever gave or received? What was the biggest hit? Um, You're a married guy. That's a tough question. Um, I ask all the hard-hitting questions, dude. Yeah, you do. Oh, geez. I I don't know what would be the best one I've ever given or received, to be honest. I can't think of anything off the top of my Man, head. Man, the romance coming from your pores right now um, is just... <laughs> I will I will say I will say because my wife's birthday is the day after Valentine's Day, um, we've kind of come to an agreement See? from the time that we started dating um, that I buy her a combination of Valentine's Day birthday together on her birthday because it's like discount chocolate day. Plus, <laughs> I get like any of the stuffed animals that were there for Valentine's Day are discounted. Aww. So yeah. 
<laughs> I've bought her some stuffed animals that she, that See, she I, still... See, I get that. If I ever get... Because my birthday is the day after, so my birthday is on the 16th. So I know if I'm ever getting chocolate, you know, thrown in as a little... It's always thrown in as a little extra, right? Oh, thanks for stopping by <laughs> and picking still. up the discount <laughs> chocolate. It's kind of, it's, you know, it's kind of like my brother-in-law Danny, whose birthday is on Boxing Day, you know, and, oh, okay. they, and they, yeah, and they work so hard to make sure that they celebrate. Let it be just his day, because you know, like, oh yeah, look at that. You know what? What I get you for for your birthday? Oh, it was on sale at seventy five percent off. Oh, gee, you're all hard. <laughs> uh, Andrew, best Valentine's Day gift you've ever given or received? Uh, neither. Aww. I've never. I haven't had the opportunity to, but. Uh, yeah, uh, the other thing too, just like you, John, my birthday is four days after Valentine's <laughs> Day. So, <laughs> if anything, I treat myself if, if, because I have no one to give uh, roses or anything like that to anyone. I just treat myself with my favorite uh, chocolate. Wanted Batwoman for Batman. We, 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 got, <laughs> we, we got we got to we got to find you somebody. All right, in Dauda, best Valentine's Day gift ever given or received. The guy got to go with the same thing as Kif, like neither because I am single like a Pringle, never received anything other than <laughs> like Valentine's Day cards. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I guess I'm a, you know, I'm a snack. You know, I'm, I'm, snack. I'm, I'm thinking okay. about launching a new BTR app, and I think oh, I've no. just figured out that the new app needs to have a swipe left and a swipe right option just for there you There you too. go. <laughs> uh, Kathy, thank you for uh, for that, and if people uh, didn't catch that, no problem. We can post that in the show notes, and we will. Of course, the Morning Brew Haha is available as a podcast. Check BlastTheRadio.com or Spotify, Google, Apple, etc. Uh, Kathy, give me a romantic love song to play here. Oh, um, hunting, fishing, and loving every day, Luke Bryan. That's your romantic go-to song? Because I love Luke Bryan, and And people love to do hunting, fishing, and they love every day. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Morning Brew Haha, BTR. Back with more just a Who are you? Hey, this is AJ, and you're listening to Ottawa's best radio station for 2021, as voted by Faces Magazine, BlastTheRadio.com. BlastTheRadio.com. All right, big weekend, Valentine's Day, family day, because that's what you need after all of this lockdown stuff and having the kids at home is more time with the family and the kids. <laughs> we need, we really should have thought this, you know, through a little bit more and launched, I don't know, uh, family free for all day where, you know, we're encouraged to stay away from each other. Although I, I don't know how you work that out, but oh God, like if it just, it's one of those, it's one of those days now you just look at the calendar like, really? Uh, you're Everything's closed, and you're forcing me to have to stay home with these people even longer? Yes. Uh, What kind of weekend are we in for? I'm glad you asked. Go ahead, ask. Oh, what... What are you guys expecting out there in beautiful Ontario? Wow, teamwork. Okay, I don't know. What but... kind of weekend are we looking for, oh, John? Guys, I'm glad you asked. Our buddy Finn is here with Finn's Friday Forecast. Hi, I'm Finn, and you're listening to Finn's Friday like Forecast. Psst, John. Yeah. Did you know it was my mom's birthday this week? I it seems my dad. She like doesn't want people to know how old she is. Do you know? Seventy nine. Forty. Oh. I hear it was your pop's birthday too. It was. Happy belated birthday, Mister Milky. Thank you, buddy. But more importantly, your birthday is coming up on Tuesday. Yes, that is more important, isn't it? I will be at school. 
but I'll be sending you my birthday wishes from the school bus. Nice. Now for the weather. All right. Today is a pretty cool day mm -hmm. with a mix of sun and clouds. Mm -hmm. A high of minus 14, mm -hmm. which feels like minus 20. Yeah. It's going to be a clear night, and the temperature drops to minus 22, which will feel like minus 30. Saturday is much the same. No precipitation and a low of minus 13. But with the wind chill, it will feel like minus 16. Saturday evening will bring us some flurries. Around midnight, those flurries get more company. We call that <laughs> light snow. More company. Around sunrise on Sunday morning, the snow will stop. In total, we should have received five centimeters of snow. Valentine's Day is on Sunday, which starts out cloudy with sunny breaks. In the afternoon, it will be mainly sunny. A great day to take your valentine for a walk outside. Especially since the temperature will go up to minus 7 and hardly any wind. At night the temperature drops to minus 17, which feels like minus 25. A perfect night to cuddle up with your love in front of the fireplace. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to my special valentine. You know who you are. <laughs> From Kentville, this was your Casanova weatherman Finn. <laughs> Only on BlackRadio.com. Back to you, John. Mm -hmm. oh, love him. See ya, buddy. Thanks, Ottawa, for making us the winner of the 2021 Faces Magazine Awards Radio Station of the Year. BlastTheRadio.com. Oh my God! Morning brew, ha ha, makeout session. This is about as much making out as we can do socially. This is. Uh, Dada, oh good, yeah. Shove some food in your mouth, Dada, as you know yeah, we're coming love, to you to do it. To your food. <laughs> yeah, he's been snacking man. all. He, he's been snacking all show, and and they're calling hey. him out for it on. Uh, oh good, I'm a hungry boy. Now that everybody I'm can a... see everyone. Yeah, exactly. You can't you can't hide Guy that holds a diploma stuff anymore, and radio. Dada. You know not to talk. With, what would you, what would your as you said earlier? What would your African mother say about eating with your talking with your mouth full? Ooh. I want to be here right see? now, my friend. See. <laughs> See? <laughs> what would she say about you eating more on the phone? That's a whole different story, so relax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Douda, you uh, have been following the story out of Toronto. Uh, someone has been faking a COVID-19 test. What in the world are you talking about, man? Okay. So let's set the timeline straight. It happened on mo this past Monday where a 29-year-old man from Stratford, Ontario who has been charged for allegedly using a fraudulent COVID-19 like sheets when he was going through the Toronto Pearson Airport. Oh, I see. And, and it came like literally like, like weeks after the whole mandatory mandates of like testing policy. Yep. And apparently it was stopped by the, uh, the appeal regional police, which is the, the Canadian border service agency police thing and no um, peel regional police is the police force in peel region and so pretty much she showed like they basically, showed basically the, the Toronto uh, police department <laughs> i got your back either now. way go ahead either way, um <laughs> so the the regional police had had uh showed it on the twitter and 
either way, wasn't good. And thing was that his um his test was actually positive, even though he said. He managed to write it down a sheet saying that it was negative. All right, so dude, 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 dude comes back from abroad. He knows he's got COVID. He's not feeling well. He's worried he's going to have to you know, be in this, this lockdown hotel situation at two grand or whatever else. So he takes the time to forge a, a certificate saying he's COVID-free and then gets caught by the cops. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is where we're at with the whole and COVID-19 the- thing. Ah. <laughs> uh. And this all happened on a Monday this week. I'm like, come on, man. I thought they canceled all flights. What the heck, man? What's he I, doing? I thought in? they only caught fake COVID patients on Tuesdays. Yeah, I, I know. Order yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, but, like, do I mean? Do oh, we do, do we know what, where where does the official certificate come from? Do we know how, how does like is this issued when you're flying back? Uh, well, I think it's more of the fact that if you were to go to some sort of like COVID testing area it, and you tell them that you're planning on like at least going out of the country to do something, they might give you the actual sheets like either after the the testing is done. If it came, comes up as negative, then you're all clear to go. You just have to bring the paperwork to the airport just to. Show them that I'm negative for the COVID. I mean, I'll, but I'll, if you I'll, are positive, I'll give the guy credit. I mean, I I couldn't tell you what the proper COVID nineteen certificate or whatever else looks like. So you know, we'll give an we'll give an A for effort. Agreed. Yeah, Team Brew. We'll give him. A, you know, we'll give him a B. A B for BTR. There you go. There you go. Yeah, BTR. Uh, why is anybody going anywhere? I don't understand. Stay home and listen to BTR as we introduce you to amazing artists from Ottawa. Uh, I first met this artist at the Faces Magazine Awards about a year ago. She has since been on the show as a guest. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, I played a clip of her uh, rapping uh, faster than that guy was driving up Woodruff Avenue. She was insane, and none of us dared even attempt to take her on. Well, our friend Misha... Late last night, sent me her very latest song to play. Are you ready? This is called Cruise Control. New from Misha on the Morning Brew. Ha ha. Brew crew this morning, Dowda, Kathy Jennings, Eric Fox, and Andrew Kiff. I am the milkman, John Milky, and taking a little look at this day in history. Some pretty cool things happened. 1877. Oh, boy, we all remember 1877. The first oh, news man. dispatch by telephone happened between Boston and Salem, Massachusetts. That's kind of cool if you're in the communications industry to know that. 1931, Vatican Radio began broadcasting with the call sign HVJ. And now all they play is ads for Sleep Country Canada. I'm just kidding. 1937, Cleveland. I didn't know this. Eric, you're, you're a sports guy. 1937, Cleveland. Yes. Was granted an NFL franchise, the Cleveland Rams. Yep. Now in Los Angeles. I didn't know that. 1947, French fashion designer Christian Dior uh, presents his first influential collection named The New Look. 1947. Wow. 1949, yeah. Team Canada. Okay. You, 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 the, what was the score in that g- game going on in Edmonton right now? Like a thousand million to. Yeah. It was crazy. So 1949, Team Canada taking on Team Denmark, the final 47 nothing for Canada. Yep. <laughs> Woohoo. 1977, the Toronto Maple Leafs shut out the Washington Capitals. Eric, final score? 
11 nothing. 10. 10 nothing. Uh, okay. I knew it was up there. What's a goal between friends? 1977. <laughs> that happened. I knew it was, it was close. I'm, I'm impressed. You, you were, Yeah. I mean, the information I have says 10. You say 11. Whatever. Washington <laughs> lost bad. Uh, 1989. Wayne Gretzky sets two world records. His 45th hat trick and 10th 40-plus goal season. Yep. And why was he not in that conversation about GOAT yesterday? I know he's... You he's, know? Yeah, he is the GOAT. Yep. 1994, Anna Nicole Smith hospitalized for drug overdose. 1998, Howard! Howard, 1998, Dallas Cowboys signed Chan Galley as their fourth head coach. In 1999, U.S. President Bill Clinton was acquitted by the Senate in his impeachment trial. Uh, today, Chinese New Year, by the way. Happy Chinese New Year. It's the Year of the Ox. It's also National Freedom to Marry Day. Since 1999, this unofficial holiday has been fighting for love and promoting equal rights to marriage for the LGBTQ plus two community. It's National Plum Pudding Day. It's also National No One Eats Alone Day. Unless you're Dowda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, don't leave Kiff out of this. Don't leave Kiff out of this. He's doing the same I'm Batman. thing. Uh, I haven't seen I haven't seen him eating Uh, birthdays today. (laughs) Abraham Lincoln born on this day in 1809. Charles Darwin, you know, the Darwin Awards born this day in 1809. Arsenio Hall born this day in 1956. China Phillips of Wilson Phillips fame, 1968, her birth date. Uh, Christina Ricci, born this day in 1980. And Sarah Lancaster, who was on the uh, I guess she was on the reboot. Of Saved by the Bell, born this day in 1980. All right, we're running a little over time for news, etc. But I just I want to wrap things up on a light note. Uh, we've got two players here for uh, something I call humana 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 humana. So it's Dauda and Eric have stepped up. Um, who's <laughs> uh, who's really good at being a hummer? Between the two of you, uh, sure. Okay, so Eric Eric is the hummer. Dauda. You, okay, so Eric, here's the deal. I want you to think of, think think of 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 a love song. Love song. Think of a oh love god. song. It's Valentine's Day. Think of a love song. Oh god. Whatever love song and and I need you to hum it and and Dauda, let's see and we'll give you we'll give you 15 seconds. 15 okay. seconds and Dauda's got to figure out what it is that Eric's humming. Hamana oh. Hamana is the name of the game. Let's see if he's right. And by the way, if you're following along on Twitch, let's see if you can beat uh Dauda to the punch here. Okay, Eric, uh, you got one in mind, love, Eric? A love song. I'm, I'm, yeah. Hmm, that's a good question. What was your wedding? Like your wedding song, for example. Don't tell us what it is, but you know. Okay, hum, um, hum your wedding song. I'd have to think of how that that tune goes, though. That's that's going to be tough, man. You, you put me on the spot. <laughs> Dommy's probably sitting in the other room right now, going, "You son of a bitch! How do I you mean, not I know, know this? I know, I know the song, and I love the song, but I just can't picture the tune off the top of my head." Um, okay, well, I mean, the only one that I can go with, I don't know if it's really considered a love song. Oh, wait, wait, make it a love song. See, if, at this point, we're running into the boogie break time, so let's just hum a song and see if Dada can guess what the damn okay. song is as I just fall apart before everybody's very ears. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Um, Come on, Dada. No? Like, Don't Stop Believing by Journey? No! That's not a love song! <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a song I love. Oh, man. Ooh. 
movie. Uh, any guesses from any anybody? Guesses? Kathy, any guesses? Oh. No. No. Have to do it again. I got nothing. Okay, okay. One, I, I'm one, not going to do it again. One, but more, I'll one, one it. more quick no, one more quick time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will always love you by Whitney Houston. There you go, Nope, I was nowhere near that. I, I was thinking Open Arms. I was thinking Journey, but I was thinking Open Arms by Journey. Well done. There you go. We'll have to play that again. Humming, humming, humming. I'll give yeah. you a little bit more of a heads up <laughs> the next time. Uh, Dowda, thank you. Uh, the show's over. Now you can go and eat Rome. something. I, I know you're yeah. starving yeah, to get, death. Get your wheel breakfast. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> hey, thanks hey, for joining hey, us today. Hey. Kathy, uh, you've got three new shows on BTR. Yeah. Walk us through when those shows are happening. All right, so Monday between 3 and 5, I'm going to be doing KJ's Country Corner. So we'll be talking about country music. We'll be playing country music. It's going to be awesome. And then Tuesday morning at 8, it is Coffee with Kathy. We're going to share some interesting facts for an hour before we get into the brouhaha. Nice. And Wednesday, got to have wine. So why not with Kathy? (laughs) Wine Wednesdays. That's fantastic. Yeah, 3 and to 5. All right, Eric, happy Valentine's Day to you and the wife. My life. And thanks for being part of the morning brew. Ha ha. 